Welcome to Guitar Wank 2019, bitches, as Scotty would say, welcome. I hope you are having a fantastic first of uh, January 2019. You're probably hungover. Uh, you, may be, uh, you may be a little confused. You didn't know what you did last night. You can't remember. Uh, you can't remember her name, his name, their names. You're a little confused and uh, you thought, you know, just to bring it all back around, I'm going to listen to Guitar Wank and that's what we're doing now, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us in 2019. Whoa, I'm pumped. I am so pumped right now because this is a big year for Guitar Wank. We're going to the next uh, uh, level <laughs> and uh, it's probably Forbes magazine, ladies and gentlemen. Don't brag at all, but uh, shit's happening. And uh, you're right here with us. Thank you for joining us on this 1st of January 2019. If you're listening right now, you are alive and we welcome you. Just be thankful you're breathing and you get to sit down and listen to Guitar Wank. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are in the world, my name is Troy McCubbin. This is episode... This is Guitar Wank episode 151, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. There you go. Last one was 150. I didn't even know that until I stopped and I had to count up all the episodes. I think I'm I think I'm pretty on the ball with that. I may be wrong, but I uh, I I got a little confused because we did go through the alphabet. We went 99A all the way to through Z. But there was one letter we did miss, and uh, I tracked that letter down, so it was only 25, so it all works out, ladies and gentlemen. This episode is 151, and uh, I will not stand corrected. So, uh, thank you, and congratulations for making it to 2019. You know what really sucks? By the end of this year, maybe some of us won't make it. That's the crazy thing about it, and... That's why you should live every day like it's your last. Breathe it in. If you have a goal, fucking go do it. Just make it happen. Go do it. Grab it by the balls and make shit happen. As Bruce would say, my goal this year is to stop friggin' practicing so much and sitting in my bedroom and actually play songs and get out and gig. That's what I want to do this year. I want to get out and gig and play songs and really not give a rat's ass. Just enjoy the music and get back to that but anyway welcome we thank you for joining us and uh, whatever you're doing we're glad you're with us please let us know what you did for new year's eve you probably maybe did a gig you went to a great show you you laid back and did nothing you drank yourself stupid or you just went to bed early and you really didn't give a rat's ass what was happening around you Uh, it doesn't matter because we're all part of the Guitar Wank community. We have a big year. We have a lot of big guests. And I'm excited to uh, hang out with Bruce and Scotty in this 2019. Let's get into it. This show is a rip-up because I wanted to start the year off with a, a bang. And be up-tempo and excited, as you can tell, with the way I'm talking right now. This episode is the last episode we did with Robin Ford. This is the end where we all are drinking 
and the, the booze has been flowing and it's just uh, it's debauchery now. But it's fantastic because we got to hang out with Robin Ford and even by the end of the night, the guy was talking, talking sense. He made a lot of sense, a lot of wise, wise words in this man's words. <laughs> so there you go. All right. So let's get into it. Remember, we have Guitar Wank Patreon. You can support us in that way. We are going to be... I'm going to be pushing Bruce and Scott to be releasing a lot of stuff that our normal listeners don't get, (laughs) but Patreon listeners will be getting. So we're going to be doing that. You can still donate. Uh, Go to the website, guitarwank.com. You can send us emails at guitarwank at gmail.com. Thank you to our new sponsors for... 2019. I know Wireworld Pro Audio Cables, they will be there. These guys are like glue. And I love uh, love you and David and Larry. Thanks, mate. Uh, I'm sure I'll see you at guys at NAM. Thank you for all your support. Left Coast Workshop Pedals. Jim's been a big supporter and uh, I love what he's doing with his, his pedals and stuff. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And I'm sure we're going to have a lot more. If you have a band, you have an album, or you want to share something with the Guitar Wank community, reach out. Put, hey, uh, put something in to grab uh, in the... <laughs> what are you trying to say, Troy? Spit it out. Put something in the subject line of the email so it grabs my attention because uh, we get a lot of emails and it's sometimes it gets lost. So make sure you grab my attention. Uh, we'll send you a list of prices and stuff. We'll work it all out. We'll make it work for you guys. But if you have anything you want to share with the Guitar Wank community, this is a great place to do it. You can get Bruce uh, or even Scott to read it or even fucking annoying Aussie guy here. So whatever you want to do, let us know. Uh, we are looking for support on all levels. <laughs> More ways than one. Ah, so there you go. All right. Are you pumped? Are you ready for 2019? Man, are you ready to just go? I need to sell a shitload of gear. I need to clean house. Get back to basics. Just fucking play, right? Play the song, as Bruce would say. If you haven't seen the video, go to mymusicmasterclass.com. Check it out. The man makes sense. (laughs) He makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense for an old guy. He's, uh... He's awesome. I love Bruce and Scott. I feel very blessed I get to hang out with these fucking legend guitar players. And the legend guitar players we get to have on the show. I am a mere, mere student amongst the people that I get to hang out with this show. So let's make this amazing year. I'll shut up and we'll get into it. Mr. Robin Ford, thank you so much. We've got to get him back on the show. I think we should just repeat and just, just drink another bottle of scotch. I think that'd be fucking great. All right, let's get into it. Thank you so much for all your support. And uh, let's have a bloody ripper of a 2019. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. And see everyone at NAM. If you see us at NAM, let's uh, catch up, have a beer, and uh, and have a good hang. I think me and Bruce should get a hotel. All right, that sounded completely wrong, but you know what I mean. We're going to get a hotel so we don't have to drink a drive. We'll drive. So, uh, yeah. All right. Alright, I'm out of here. I will see you guys all next week. Please enjoy Mr. Robin Ford. I check out his new album.
I could have learned how to play a 2-5 50 more different ways. There were, there were different ways to go. Right. I could have gone for that, you know, like what, you know, to me, you mentioned Kurt Rosenwinkel, and Kurt Rosenwinkel to me is fucking unbelievable. I love the way he plays. I really do. Yeah. He's a, he's a brilliant guy, you know, harmonically, everything. You know, that, that could, have, could have been a choice. But I chose to like have good songs to play. Mm. Let's 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 go from the ground up. Let's start there. 
You know, I didn't want to be playing other people's songs. Yeah. And so, and I didn't want to be playing instrumental music. Yeah. I just, I moved away from that. It was like, I, I want to be talking to the people, you know, yeah. in, in a vocal kind of a way. Hmm. So, okay. So, this is a friggin' job to do. Yeah. And I knuckled down and I, I worked on that job. And I'm still working on it today. Thank God you did, man. Cause you and now I'm done with it and now I'm going back to instrumental music. <laughs> well, that's cool too. But I, I love the fact that you did that. And, you and know, well, Kurt's writing songs and singing now. So you're What's that? Kurt's writing songs and singing now, anyways. He so, is? Yeah, he's vocalizing. That would be a singing. natural progression for him. Yeah, it's just for all of us. We all do new things, you know. Well, I mean? there's, there's a lot I, of... I think it's a big mistake. Really? Why? <laughs> you know, well, I mean, him? actually, the way Because we're not singers. We but, have to do it, though. Yeah. Because we're musicians. What do you mean we're not singers? <laughs> well... We weren't born with the fucking voices. Yeah, yeah but, but doesn't that doesn't like in this world that we're at now with fucking the voice? No, this and is a big deal. With with the voice and um, all those talent shows, it's like everyone's a fucking great singer. Doesn't hearing a great voice? It almost gets a little like, man, I don't want to hear a great. I want to hear something a little rough. You know, a little who not. says a thing like that. What a musician. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to hear everyone be Whitney <laughs> Houston. But, okay, but there's, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's still yeah. another thing there. I mean, yeah. If another talking, thing where? If you're talking, if you're talking about slicing... <laughs> Holy it, shit, there it is. <laughs> yeah. If, if, you, if you're talking about slicing shit thin and selling it for pineapple, okay. You know, but as long if, as there's some ham, I'm you good. You know, okay, I know. It's not on a pizza, though. So, <laughs> but if you, you know, let's get away from the consumer culture and just people who you know playing music and we're living in this world it's with consumers it's like no you're 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 an entertainer and you're also an entertainer no you're an entertainer okay i'm an entertainer <laughs> speak and, for yourself and no but no i mean when you when you play songs for people you are you're you're reaching out to people you're not you're not necessarily preaching to you're you're considering the thing you're delivering to the world, and you're considering the world in the in the artistic con the awesome responsibility of art. So it's it's you know the awesome responsibility of art is not just to create something, but also to shine light on the world, to encourage people to think, to laugh, to feel. There that is the awesome responsibility of art. Yes, you can make music all you want. But if you want to go to that next level of art, there is some responsibilities that are there. I believe. Mm -hmm. Just saying. And I, I would say the two are synonymous. Oh, okay, that's good. Uh, you know, but I have seen a lot of skillful music that doesn't rise to the level of art. Yet it's very skillful music. Oh, certainly that. So yeah. Okay. So that was a. That was my Maybe point. a miss on my part, a yeah. slight misunderstanding of your point. Right, right. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a difference between, like, The Voice or America's Got Talent or Dancing with the Stars. and Huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, just, just conceiving your stuff, delivering it with honesty and having a point to it and encouraging people, shining light on the world. Encouraging people to think, feel, laugh, 
I think people are laying your for point that. Of view. You think I people think, what? I think they're laying for it. I think they, they are waiting for it. I think they're laying for it. Today, it seems to me, and this may be just uh, these kids today, mm-hmm. kind of an attitude. I'm not sure, uh, but I, I, it, everybody, everybody wants wants you to catch, grab them. Yeah. Everybody wants you to get them, man. It, you know, yes, it is a pop culture, and it's only getting worse. But I think that's what makes but, them. They've got bullshit sensors now that we never had. You know, they, I would they, disagree. They, they're, with that. they're getting sell, sold shit from more ways. You know, I mean, this our phones. I mean, they're selling us shit. You can't go anywhere without people selling you shit in the weirdest fucking ways. Yeah, but I don't think kids, people got these kids. The, the kids today, they smell the bullshit. Hmm. I really believe, and I that's think they're why they're part waiting of the to bullshit. That's well, I think they're waiting to be grabbed. I think they're I think, part of the I bullshit. Well, that 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 like for for me, that's kind of was the the beginning of it. Was sort of like everybody wants you to like shake them. Everybody, right. everybody wants you to like surprise them. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I like everybody likes to be surprised. They don't may not even know it. Yeah, but they want they 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 really will are going to be happy if you do. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, well, what's your what's your opinion? Well, or opinion or thoughts on the state of blues and blues players and that whole scene now or do you don't even think about I, it it's like no I, I couldn't speak to that right you know i'm i'm just just a musician in the world you know? yeah. and the and and the blues thing you know is is has never really been my thing you know right i not for a very long time yeah you know so and and that whole blues world i mean i i do you know i do blues festivals i don't know if you do bruce but well, probably, it's a real mistake if I get in. Okay, <laughs> but I do them, and and I I'm like, holy mackerel, really? This is what's going on at blues festivals today. Right. I mean, like to to me, it's like, it's an abomination. And that is with the. Like you know, like. The the people who are the are the people. You know, when you go to blues festivals today, you know, you're not going to, I mean, like, there's no more John Lee hookers. You know, there's no, all these people are gone. You know, like Buddy Guy, you know, is still alive. Yeah. And you might get Buddy Guy, but even, you know, B.B. King is now gone, you know, like, so what are you getting? And most of them are white. Yeah. And not that there's a problem with that, but, um, so you don't quite have that thread. You know, in in the same way anymore, and I'm like blown away. I'm going to say this because I'm proud of it. Uh, I did a blues festival fairly recently, and um, everybody was white. It's a blues festival. Yeah, all day, in, in, including the audience. <laughs> and everybody is white, right? Right. So this is kind of where I feel like I kind of come in, in a way, because the, all the white bands went out there, and it was like. One sounded like the other, sounded like the other, sounded like the other. You know, it's like shuffles, slow blueses, it's loud, you know, like the guitar players are all playing fast, you know. They all sound kind of like Stevie Ray Vaughan, mm-hmm. you know, and then they do a boogie at the end and, and it's over. And then right. 
for an hour and a half, yep. this happens, and then another band comes out and does the same thing. So we went out to play. And um, I wasn't the headliner. It was another artist who was the headliner that night. And we came out, and, um, you know, it was a long day. It's a, and it's hot. It's the summer, you yep. know. So... <laughs> People are kind of spread out. It's a little bit thin, you know, in the front. And it's tented, thank God, you know. And, you know, so it wasn't merciless. Yep. <laughs> From the promoter's point of view, <laughs> they knew. It was the summertime. And uh, so we come out. And, you know, my thing, as you were, had said, and again, I'm proud of it, you know, it was song-based. Yep. You know, even though we're, we're a blues band. I, I shock myself. I look at my set and I'm like, that's a blues. 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 I'm like, we're a blues band. I don't even know it myself. You know, but they're songs right. that are blueses. Yeah. You know, they have bridges yeah. and alternate changes and shit, you know, but they're friggin' blueses. blueses. So, you know, we go out and we start our thing and the beats are different, you know. It's like, it's not, you know. Yeah. So we come out there with a whole different thing, man, you know. And uh, eight bar blues with a bridge that's like got all this shit going on. And it's like, we played for, I think we had, it was at least 70, if not 90 minutes. We played a long time. Yep. And it's, everybody started coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in. And, you know, two thirds of the way into our set, everybody's in. And they're on it, and they're loving it. But I swear to you, when we started, after that first song, it was like, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Wow. Uh, and they're looking at us like trout. And next song we play, and it's like, okay, that was, sounds a little more like a blues, maybe, than the last one. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think it did, maybe. <laughs> And, you know, over the course of an hour and a half, we got them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it, it took that long. But by the end of it, they're like, this is great. And I'm thinking, we, we just chased everything in some way. Then the headliner comes out and starts playing. <laughs> and people are freaking out. <laughs> you know? It seems like there's a lot of white... And I'm, again, we're not going to mention names, but there seems to be a lot of white blues guys at the moment that are just doing well, half-ass songs, half-ass written songs, I, I and just get... copying, uh, I'm going to do it, yeah, okay. just copying the greats, but they're doing a half, they haven't written a song, they haven't fucking nailed a song, but they're writing songs around guitar solos, and it's all about, check me out now, check out my technician ability, check, check out, out my how gear. my fucking, my speed, how great I am. I don't know, that may be true. Uh, that's my opinion, I, and it, yeah. it, like, they're f to me they're getting, they're so fucking boring, it's like, I well, don't know, I just me. like to see people work a little harder. Yeah. Is that, to me, that's what's Oh, missing. then you'll love me. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you. I saw you just recently in, in New Zealand. I work really hard for no money. <laughs> no. All right, I got a, I got a question for you, Ron. Mm -hmm. What's out of, like, you, you know, you've, you've been this guitar icon for a lot of people. What's some of the, give me some 
questions that you get that you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, really? I have to answer this question or you idiot. Have you really asked me this question again? I don't think I can. Do you have any hate questions? Um, I, not that I could like quote to you. Oh, damn it. No. <laughs> that was probably one of them. to disturb shit, as you can tell. <laughs> I like to cause trouble. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. But... Oh man, you, I can you, show you an entire list of questions that I got just the other day from uh, a UK magazine. It's it's something like Guitar Tech, right? Something like that. <laughs> that already and sounds it, bad. It's a list of questions that are asking about instrumentals, <laughs> guitar instrumentals. What drew you to guitar instrumentals? I'm like. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah. What do you mean? I didn't what want to put me? up with a fucking singer. <laughs> What's a guitar instrumental? Like, I mean, I, I of course, I, I know what that means, but... I don't think they meant that, though. Yeah. They, what, they meant like a, like a song without words? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then they actually used it correctly in yes, a strange way. Yes, but it's way. like... I was never drawn towards guitar instrumentals. <laughs> I was never drawn towards that. And then there's like another 19 questions. Like, like that. <laughs> what tone do you prefer with a guitar instrumental? <laughs> like, Can I fill I, these out for you? <laughs> <laughs> Let me send it to you. And you do the answers. I'll do it. I'll okay, do yeah, it. No, yeah, yeah. I, that I, would I, be... Pretty good. I, I think we should do that. I think we should do this for you, Robin. I think Can you, I? I? I think this needs to be an intervention. Yeah. Guitar Can we do the intervention? In. Yeah, I'll do an intervention on this. Let me try it out. Oh man! Can you do like a really good job of it? Oh like, man, it's going to be so good. You can dial like, it in right at the oh, end. Totally. We'll just say totally. and, all right. By so we're going to confuse them more than they confuse you. Oh, that's a oh good my idea. God. Because that is exactly what it deserves. Oh, and yeah. I, I, wrote, I find that pickups are always best when they're modulated in, in degrees of thirds. <laughs> the harmonics. Yes, yes, of course. Oh, man. Are, are modulated in degrees in, of thirds. In degrees of thirds only. Yeah, and yeah. You know, it, it's magical, the winding. Right, and the, the gain structure needs to be equivalent to the bias of the tube amp, to the yeah. bias of the tube. Mm-hmm. Kind of great that you know that. That makes sense to me. <laughs> now, you you do a lot of teaching. Do yeah. you do privates? No. Okay, you don't do privates. I've watched he a only, lot. You know, he's really good. He does like sergeants and majors and <laughs> captains. Privates don't get together. I've done Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done Dallas. Um, oh, yeah, really. I was, yeah, I was there. Yeah, I was there. Do you, you, I've seen a lot of your true... I think I bought, back in the video, VHS days, I bought your your, your stuff. But True Fire, see you on True Fire doing mm -hmm. your thing. Yeah. Uh, awesome stuff. I mean... Do you enjoy the, the teaching side of things? Do you enjoy mm -hmm. doing that? I do. You know, it, it comes across that you do because you're good at yeah. it. It does. Thank you. Yeah, it does. I it, mean, the, the, the beauty of doing it in that way right. is, you know, it, it isn't one-on-one. -on -one. You know, you're not uh, um, concerning yourself with how many or how few people you're reaching. Right. You know, you're just presenting your, what you have to say. Yeah. And yeah. True Fire is a beautiful... Um, um, platform, yeah. you know, in which to do that. It's like, hey, this is what I have to say. You can take it or leave it. It's not, 
me and that guy, you know, one on one, and I'm like, what do I think about that guy? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this that kind of uh, a present a way of of passing along. Yeah. Yeah. It's like writing a book. Yeah. Anybody can read it. You know, you doesn't matter what you know, don't know, care, whatever. Yeah. So I love it. I love it from that point of view because uh, I do want to pass a, pass it along. I, one thing that you said that really resonated with me was you talked about just keep it fucking simple, mm-hmm. like keeping keeping it simple. Because there is, as a guitarist, there's so much information. That's what everybody thinks all the time, yeah. and you get overwhelmed, and and that kind of stopped me. I was like, you know, just learn maybe learn one thing really well. <laughs> my, uh, you know, my final distillation of music. Is that it's all just Louis Louis. <laughs> it is, you know it's true. Boom, boom, boom. Five chords minor. Yeah. Of course, because we're actually in the key of A. No, no, no. A, A, B minor. A, E, which is a five chord. Right. And like people will go, oh shit, what do you mean? Five chord. Oh shit. <laughs> Whoa, that's a five and that's a one. Oh shit. It's like, who cares what you call it? You know? Yeah, it doesn't matter, right? This is the thing to me, the crux of the issue is, is the simplicity. It's not a myth. It's not somebody knows something and you don't. It right. isn't. Right. It's simple. Right. It's Louis Louis. Don't try to convince me otherwise. Well, my credo in life <laughs> is everything is simple. It's just not easy. Well, you have to work. Right. Yeah, you have to do it's the work. It's simple, but it's not easy. No. And, um, and I, I mean, believe me, being in the world of jazz, danger, jazz, danger, jazz. <laughs> <laughs> danger, jazz. Danger, Will Robinson, jazz. Um, I just watch so many people trying to make it difficult. Trying? Trying to make it difficult. Who's trying? No, my, I watch students do this, you know, when they play, <laughs> and they'll be playing a song. You know, and they and they're more than capable of just playing the song and then just like taking little rides with it and taking liberties and staying inside themselves and being soulful and really saying something and getting a great sound and emoting and you know, making a shape, you know, telling a story, all the things of music that we revere. They're totally capable of it. And they've got themselves boxed in a quarter trying to like shove every like two five lick they know or every little kip scale that they've been taught that they're supposed to play over this song when they they like have got all the you know they've got all the tools to just make it happen find their center tell a story and then add to it as they get comfortable and be beautiful and you know i mean it's like rather than using their strategic mind their intellect to make it easier for themselves they're actually doing the opposite they're making it hard for themselves to play. Mm-hmm. I watch this happen, not just with students, but with professionals too. It's like, a, it's, and, and I watch it and it's like, it's pathetic. It's just like, what's the point here? You know? 
I mean, I mean, really, I watch this happen. I see it a lot. It's just like... I'm sure you see it on a, a ton. Yes. You know, I mean, because, because the music I play generally lends itself to that kind of person, and it lends itself to that kind of jazz. playing. Danger. Jazz. <laughs> Danger jazz. <laughs> <laughs> we don't... We don't want danger jazz. We just want jazz. Yeah, we don't want smooth jazz. We want bumpy jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Rough jazz. I don't know. Coarse jazz. So when any... I, I'm not... I'm not up to date with what you're doing at all. But well, we know he's going to Japan. You know you go to Japan. Any new and albums? And, 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 and Are you China. touring with a, your own band? Or Yeah. Who's in your band these days? Well, I have a brand new record coming out. Uh, awesome. in, in the U.S. it comes out November 6th or November the 8th, something like that. Right. It comes out two weeks earlier in Europe, and I will be in Europe touring with my new group. And my new group is the group that made the record. Mm-hmm. They all live in Nashville, as do I. Yep. Derek Phillips is the drummer. Derek Phillips, uh, I know that name. A young woman uh, named Ryan Madora mm-hmm. on bass. Yep. And a young man named Casey Wozner on guitar, who is a drummer, uh, a guitarist, and an engineer. <laughs> uh, he played drums with Keb Moe for about oh, wow. four years. Um, he's been playing guitar with me for now for about a year. Yep. <clears throat> uh, jack of all trades kind of a guy. Right. And we indeed, he co-produced my new record, which is called Purple House. Purple House. And Purple House was recorded at his house, which, which is purple. might be purple? Oh, okay. <laughs> God, how did I guess that? God, and, uh, He has turned the I house I blow myself away sometimes. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I know. That was really a stretch, wasn't it? Maybe that's a genius thing that you're talking well, about. Well, I mean, genius is genius. <laughs> it can't be disguised. So, and he's he's obviously in Nashville. These purple mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. And what's what's the album? Where are we at? It's done. It's done. Yeah, it's coming it comes, out. Comes out November sixth or eighth in the U.S. and mm-hmm. late uh, October uh, in Europe. And we'll be over there retouring. Okay. The record at that time and um, this particular record. It kind of, you know, moves into even, you know, we were talking about the Dumble earlier. Like, yep. Uh, from the Talk to Your Daughter album until this record, I have used the Dumble amplifier and that very amplifier on every one of them. Yeah. You know? And um, everything changed. And I would say, thankfully, even though it became a journey, so the Purple House is small. It's a house that's been turned into a recording studio. Mm-hmm. It's nice. You know, everything that you need is there. He's got great gear. Plus, he's super talented and got great ears. And it's me and my record, and I know what's going on there. Yep. And we had a, a third uh, gentleman uh, engineer who was a part of it as well. So... Um, the, you know, like the first thing that I'm going to do is plug into the Dumble amplifier, right? You know? And uh, it was sort of like in this case, it was like, okay, uh, I, I should cut rhythm tracks with a smaller amp. Yeah. 
And I was sitting literally, you know, as close as you and I are once again, you know. There's the bass player in a chair. Here's me in a chair. I've got my pedal board. She's got maybe a couple of things in front of her. To my right, there's uh, what once was some kind of a room, <laughs> a bedroom or whatever. Yeah. Drums, you know. And then, uh, you know, and behind Ryan, who I'm, whom I'm looking at, you know, on the other side is the control room. Yep. So the engineer's in there. And uh, Casey, we brought in an engineer um, to cut tracks. Casey, whose house and studio it is, he's playing rhythm guitar and he's sitting in there. Yeah. Ryan and I are out here looking at each other and here's drums off to my right, you know. And that's how we cut the record. Wow. Um, and then after that it became, you know, basically just overdubs. Yeah. We did cut two tracks. Uh, 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 after the initial sessions, we cut two tracks at Fame Studios in Muscle Shoals. Oh, okay. We went to fucking Muscles, Muscle Shoals, which was, it was about a two and a half hour drive, right? So we all got up, we met out from, at Casey's. From, from Nashville? Nashville. From it's Nashville, two and a yeah. half hour, that's all? Wow. Two okay. and a half, I, I didn't think, realize it was that close. Okay. I think. Yeah. Maybe three. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so we all met out there super early to make the drive to, to do a friggin' day's worth of recording. That's great. Man, I'll tell you what. You know, we, we, it was a, you don't want to drive two and a half, three hours before you record, right? right. <laughs> so you make the best of that. But right. we, we all got in one van with our gear. Right. We rented a vehicle. You know, so that we could all be together. We're all in this together. You know? Drove out to, to fame, man. And, um, I mean, it, it was awesome. You, it, it looks like a giant hamburger stand. It, it's the cheesiest looking building you've ever seen Is today. Right, right on the water? Oh, Is no. It? It's no, not no, on the river. Not on no. the river. Okay. There's the highways out in front of it. Yeah. Across the street is CVS, which is next to Tire Man. Right, but it, that wasn't <laughs> next there. Next to in the Walgreens. Old days. Right. I mean, it's That's just, all grown up around it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you're in a shopping mall. Yeah. And it's fame. And I, I did a little video, and I'm like, going, so here's the trailer van. Here's our car, and we here's Fame Studios where you can record and get a cheeseburger. <laughs> here's CVS, here's Walgreens. Yeah, it was like unbelievable. And uh, we go in there, and it's like, I like the way this is looking. And what I'd actually heard, you know, wasn't necessarily pretty. Mm -hmm. Nobody had said shitty things about it, but if Casey had been there with another band that he produced, and he didn't, he didn't glorify it. But I walk in there, side door, to load in gear and shit. There's like three different guys, kind of minions, you know, who are taking care of, like, here's the, your second engineer and here's a couple of guys to load your drums in. And I'm like, this is cool. I like this. Control room, small, kind of, you know, it was up a few, like three, four steps. And then there's this kind of tight, you know, little bit, you know, and it's like, and, uh, you know, I, Go out to the lounge, and, and it's like, 
There's Aretha Franklin. That day she cut I Ain't Never Loved a Man right, right in this goddamn studio, you right. know? And there's Wilson Pickett. And there's, you know, it's like, holy mackerel. And I'm like, whoa, you know, so this is good. And, um, you know, we started working and I, f I just felt good there. Yep. And then we, were, we only cut two tracks that day because, you know, we just didn't, we had to drive all the way back, you know. So it was like, okay, three hours of tune kind of a thing, you know. And um, so we cut the first song. That was okay. And then I went over to the piano. We were, well, I started on the guitar and we were like working on this thing and it's not kind of working. I went over to the piano and I sat down at the piano and it's like, I don't know if this is the piano Aretha Franklin played. I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but anyway, and... Uh, Talk, we're talking about this thing, and I'm like, let's try something with a feel kind of like. Like, I'm a great referencer. You might have the same experience. It's like, I'm referencing something. I don't want to sound like that. Right, but you're... Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm that's talking about. But that's the reference yeah. point. Right, right. And it's filtered through your awareness. Perfect. Your yes, Boom. and hopefully they will get that. Right. You know? No one ever really knows what you're talking about. Yeah. But it's just like, Okay, different. <laughs> but but, but I can hear what you're doing. <clears throat> well, so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I was actually saying, um, with this particular song, it, you know, without a context, without hearing the song, no one would know. But I'm like, I just reference a song. Anyway. Yeah. And I'm kind of fooling around with it on the piano, and the band starts playing, and I felt an energy come out of the earth. I just did. Wow. Fuck, man. It came up through my feet, into my body, out my head, into the room, you know. It was that kind of an experience. I'm like, now I'm at Muscle Shoals, man, you know. Uh -huh. yeah. Say goodbye to your little underdog. No more run and catch Things you throw my way The colors off Take good care of yourself We're bound for glory But there's a price to pay I bet you can't
and that's what they say about it. You know, it, it's it's a, it's an earth place. You know, it, it's uh, and like they talk about the river, yeah. like all that shit that sounds like myth- mythological. It's like there's something about the South. You know, people say things. You know, there's actually a reason. I I, I will would attest personally. I would raise my hand and say yes. There is something going on there that is energetic that is coming out of the ground. Wow. Otherwise, it could have never possibly happened. And this fits with feng shui, which is what, you know, the Chinese um, um, view. Yeah. However you want to, you know, package it. You know, it's like, there's, like, if, if you have a river, it changes the energy. Yeah. From if you have a desert. That to me is a no-brainer scenario. Yeah, yeah. Right. So add to that countless factors, and you have feng shui. Yeah. And they actually know a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. So ground up. That that was my experience of uh, Fame Studios and. Friggin' Muscle Shoals, I am so happy that uh, that we did that. We cut two tracks down there. And you singing on these tracks? Yeah. These vocal oh, the tracks? whole album is... Oh, awesome. All, all my music is vocal. Yeah. Has been for many, many years. Man, until I'm so... Until my ex- next record. Uh, until your next record. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear this. What's? Can you tell us what these two tracks were that you recorded there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two songs are... Um, what I Haven't Done mm-hmm. is the title of one, and the second is called Cotton Candy. Yeah. Dude, I can't wait. That's Did you what record a any piano? Well, out of backstory. Huh? Did you record any of the piano playing? <clears throat> no. I've done that in the past, but yeah, not on this one. Wow, no. man. That is so cool. I've got some friends down there at the moment that are recording at Muscle Shoals. And really? Yeah. yeah. Fame? I don't think it because they took. What else is there? The, well, they took video, and there was a they there was a river across the away that they they showed when they panned around at the studio. And well, then maybe they, they're at like um, American Studios. Maybe not there. American, but the one that was uh, the other. Isn't there an, another one? Or yeah. Something? Yeah. Well, they there might, there was Fame, right? And that was Rick Hall. Mm, yeah. Created it. Yep. Put everything together. And then the the rhythm section they went moved right, so maybe it's their place. It might be the other place. Yeah, that's where the Stones recorded. Yeah, yeah. What fucking history? That's a killer documentary too. It is. I it's like that, yeah. wow, wow. But that is to hear that. Yeah. And to, now I'm I'm going to record there again. I, I'm going to do a, a whole thing there. I, yeah. I definitely will. I, was was it expensive to do no. muscle? Really. No, they want you to come. They they need you to come. They're they're not, you know, and they're in friggin' Muscle Shoals. You know, if you live in L.A., you go to L.A. If you live yep. in New York, you go to New York. If you're in Tennessee, you go to Tennessee. This is fucking Muscle <laughs> Shoals in, you know. <clears throat> I mean, what's the nearest city to them? Mobile? Birmingham? Pensacola? Maybe Birmingham. Wow. 
Birmingham is like three hours from from what I understand. Yeah, it's just Nashville. You said was three hours though. I know. Well, I said two and a half. Oh, two which and I half. think it was. Okay, so yeah. Nashville's closer than Birmingham. I'm pretty sure. I guess I always thought it was lower. You know, down near the Gulf Coast. We can look. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know this about Nashville, but like all the cats I talked to there, like a lot of the cats will play in town and then they all take off. On well, everybody makes their money on the road. Yeah, and then they There's come no back. There's no money in town. Yeah, which I, as an Kinda outsider, true. I didn't LA know that. In Austin, same of, in New yeah. York, everywhere. At this point. Yeah. It's the yeah. same everywhere. You make your money on the road. Right. Or yeah. teaching. Yeah. <laughs> or, produ- or, or producing, like well, engineering and doing I, stuff like I, that. And I admire those people, and I, one day I would like to be one of them. <laughs> now, you, you, um, <laughs> you, you obviously know Jeff McElaine? Mac- yeah, yeah. I, I I've met a Jeff a couple of times. We've talked online, oh. and seems a great bloke, great player. Enjoy, enjoy good his dude, stuff. good yeah. friend, good friend. A great. I love what he does on True Fire as well. I'm, I'm a, mm-hmm. I love what you guys do there. It's pretty cool. I really actually get pissed off watching True Fire because I think if I was fucking twelve years old now, mm-hmm. my world would it would just be my oyster, like just. As in studying and just having oh, all that all there. information. It's just like, it's just well, who do I want to be today? You right, know, right. it's just information. It's yeah, just, it's just information. Again, right. again. <laughs> but it's, it's it, you know what's what? It's great. It totally is, and that's what I, I'm living with the ramification of that. You know, <laughs> what's the ramification? Well, I'm, these kids come in. Um, it's bloody. You know, like in my studio at school, these kids play so good. They've got more information than I have. You know, they oh, I see. They're playing so great, yet their connection. You know, of course, you get that because that's what's offered. But they're not playing gigs, and they're not in bands, and they're not really right. listening to music. The as other much, side of it isn't there. You know, and they're not being mentored because they're all by themselves, so they don't have any guidance. So they get to me, and it's like. It's like I've got a baby rattlesnake that bites everything it sees, you know, and it and but is really venomous, <laughs> and yet at the same time doesn't have a clue how to play an introduction or how to play a song or end a song, you know. But I yet see. they can play the guitar and do more shit than you know uh-huh. than any of us could do at that age. I mean, any of us can do almost at this age, you know. I would say that's I as mean, a that's, teacher, it's information without the grounding of what we know to be experience. But as a teacher, at least you have something to work with. Oh, man, it's, it's brilliant. I mean, I'm, 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 if I'm sounding like I'm like complaining about it, I'm not. It's like this year particularly, it's just a great group of kids who are supremely talented, really want to know, you know, great heads on their shoulders, totally, mm-hmm. even though they're playing more shit than, you know, it's bloody in there. Well, when um, you say it's bloody, that's a weird thing. To, I don't know. What well, you because mean. they're just playing so great, you know. And I mean, it's like, I mean, imagine like playing with a kid who. How is that bloody? Make play more, you know. Beat you up, man. They can just beat you up with a guitar, you know. They can just play so much shit in your face that it's just like, whoa, you know. How do you teach that? You just you just kind of point out what's missing, and you help you try to point out things that they can go for and things that would wow. make it better. Uh-huh. And give them benefit of experience, mm-hmm. and don't try to change anything, and try to remind them that the point here is to play music and not to play the guitar. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, I mean, but it's bloody when you go to play with them and they're just like kicking your ass like up and down one wall. Oh, my God. You know, Uh it's great. I mean, it's great, but it's also bloody. You know, I mean, I mean, (laughs) it's it's kept my playing definitely really, you know, it's like an old dog needs a young dog around to keep his shit together. Mm -hmm. You know, otherwise he's going to get a little kind of. Mm-hmm. lazy mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so it's been great but it's bloody <laughs> you know they beat you up you know it's just beauty yeah. the beauty of life and i'm sure you know if we'd if, if we we we'd have had this podcast 35 years ago we'd had barney kessel here he would have probably said the same thing about me you know this kid came along and just fucking you know <laughs> you know beat me up you know fuck him mm-hmm. you know kind of thing but he loved me you know and we hung out a lot to, <laughs> And he, he really mentored me, and he really took me aside, and he helped me, you know. But at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, I had him. I started playing, that's the way you play the guitar, you know. Mm-hmm. He, like, developed that. He had to do that all himself, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was, I mean, of course, I listened to Bird, and he got it from Bird, too. So it's like, you know, a lot of the same in Train. He didn't like Train, but I did. And, uh, you know, all these Brian kids. Kessler didn't like Coltrane? No, he didn't. Uh-huh. And actually, I kind of—I can understand anybody not like no, train. no. And I actually kind of hit. This was af- long after Train died. Uh, we were on the road together, and I, I don't know if you know Billy Harper, tenor player, tenor player, mm-hmm. great tenor player, and uh, oh, yeah. he has kind of a kind of a, a post Coltrane style band, uh-huh. very much a, very much rooted in the Impulse era, mm-hmm. you know, and it's great. Great players, and they were one of the other bands on that tour, and because uh, we did this Europe thing, and, uh, and he like rejected it out of hand. He just didn't like it, you know. It's bullshit. They're just wanking over pentatonic scales and stuff, sure. you know. And I and I, we we had dinner one night, and I pointed out to him like what was great about Coltrane, what like what I don't think he'd heard mm-hmm. inside it, and I asked him. To listen to it another time mm-hmm. with this point of view. Mm-hmm. And he really did. He really did. He studied it. I mean, mm-hmm. the next night we were there after our gig, we went up into the balcony, and man, this motherfucker was like. You're talking about watching Benny Harper. He was watching Billy Harper. Billy, man. excuse me, Billy Harper. And, 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 but Barney, I mean, he really was studying it mm-hmm. from the point of view that I presented. Mm-hmm. Now we never really ever talked about whether he liked it or uh-huh. whether he thought it was good again. Mm-hmm. But in his defense, he really like took to heart what this young kid said to him about the music, and he made the effort to really dig deep into this really what I felt was very powerful, great music. Mm-hmm. You know? And and like I say, I never really we never even bothered to talk about it again. Mm-hmm. You know, tour was over moved on you know but uh-huh. I really respected that about him uh-huh. I really did that to me meant a lot when I watched uh-huh. that you know? right I'd like to think of myself as being that kind of person uh-huh. I would like to think of myself I mean <laughs> you know I really would but I don't know I'm sure you are that kind of person <laughs> damn man that's pretty cool so yeah. so what is what does Robin do to just chillax are you a TV he's guy? P- he's pizza. Um, good pizza too. That was good pizza. That was excellent pizza. 
Uh, mm, sometimes I watch baseball. Right, you're a baseball guy? Somewhat. A little bit, yeah. Giants fan? I like the Giants. It's too bad they're sucking right now. Well, yeah, I know, but we had... Man, all those years I lived there and they sucked. They sucked so bad and I move away, finally move down here to the land of the evil Dodgers, you know, and, and they win three World Series. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you can't count them out. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, it's like, yeah. I was actually up in Ukiah not too long ago. Hmm. I was actually working in Fort Bragg. My hometown. And it was right when the Where, fire... Where's that? I know. When the fire... Ukiah, California. Where it's, is Ukiah? It's north of San Francisco, about two or three, mi- two, three hours. Two hours. Two hours. Yeah. What, what, is your, what is your background? Background? Yeah, like... What do you mean? Where, where's, where's the family come from? Ukiah. Uh, my dad is from um, Indiana. Mm-hmm. My mom was born in Southern California. Okay. They uh, met in Seattle, Washington during World War II. Right. He was on leave. She was staying with a uh, aunt and uncle. And um, then they uh, got married, moved to uh, Central California. And shortly thereafter, after my birth, moved to... Um, Ukiah, California. Wow. Because of the lumber industry. Yep. My dad was in the lumber industry. He was a lumberjack? He was a lumber grader. Lumber grader. I, I don't know, you know, what he did before that, but right. my father was the guy who went, That's good wood, this is okay wood, okay. that's bad wood. Yeah. Apparently he actually was the first certified lumber grader in the state of California. <laughs> That's pretty fucking cool. cool. That is cool. (laughs) The first certified. Yeah, boy, the lumber (laughs) industry up there was so all those redwoods. That was like so he was redwood. What a heyday up there. Redwood tree. He was kind of branching out until they realized that they were cutting them all (laughs) down. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, you tweaked. I get it. You're a well-rooted family. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Would you? Um, How many? How many? How many brothers and sisters? (laughs) How many brothers and sisters? Uh, two older, one younger. So I was the third. Right. And um, They're musical or are you the only one? No, everybody was musical. Everyone's musical. Wow. Yeah. Whole family. Yep. You know, musical. And, uh, you know, my younger brother and the brother just older than me. We played together in a band that, you know... Uh, Kind of historically documented, you know, from the point of view of Northern California blues bands. You know, yeah. And the three of us are brothers. We recorded for Arhuli Records, which was a, a real archival blues label that recorded, you know, Brown and McGee, Sonny Terry, Lightning Hopkins, Charlie Musselwhite, you know. Wow. All kinds of people. And uh, so, um, you know, we were... Kind of iconic in the Northern California blues scene. Yep. <laughs> Which doesn't amount to much, ultimately. Actually, no. But no, that was kind of big because right then you were at the ten. You know, it, we know you were right there during the time of all that. The the epicenter well, of music. Was tail end of the bl- of the blues revival. But but it's not so. just that you were you were in that. You were in 
shooting range of San Francisco, which was the epicenter of so much music in the late 60s, early 70s. We were playing there all the time. Right. So you were, you know, by just proximity. Yeah. Like they say, proximity is in everything, but it's close. Location, <laughs> location, location is another way of saying it. Yeah. But yes, that's very funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so you guys... Proximity is everything, but it's close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you're, you're right there. And yeah, that's great, man. You know, the sons of Champlin were going, you know, right, right, right down, right below you. Yes, and I mean geographically, and had started just a little before us. You yeah, know? yeah. Do you know Terry Haggerty? Oh yeah, you yeah. guys are friends. Yeah, boy, I, I gotta say, you know, for me, like there were two guitar players, like I, I wasn't taking cues. You know, from uh, I was taking cues from Mike Bloomfield. You know that yeah. that was my guitar hero. Right. You know, and he was there then. He, he was, was living there. in Mill Valley. Right. But um, you know that combination of jazz and blues. You know, there there still isn't a tremendous representation of that to this day. There isn't a lot of that. I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But. Um, at that time, the only people I knew, who, well, the only person that I had heard who was doing it was Terry Haggerty with the Sons Champlin. Loud, he was probably playing like a 175 through a twin or some shit. Yeah. When uh, Sons of Champlin did their first album, which was a double album. Remember that record? Sure. What was it called? Just... Sons of Champlin. The Sons of Champlin, right. Seemed like there was something attached to it. But Terry Haggerty was playing bebop within the context of, you know, kind of a rock pop, you know, right. ish. Blues. Kind of a band, you know? Yeah. Not really blues. Well, no, but they, well, yeah. He was. He was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was playing blues. And Bill Champlin was right. a rhythm and blues singer. Right. Absolutely. So they all had that shit. Right. It was the true fusion of the day, of the times, you know? The Sons were amazing. Yeah, so Terry, he was the first guy, in my uh, assessment, who actually was playing that combination of blues and jazz loud. Larry Coriel was skirting with it, you know, with uh, yeah, with the Gary Burton Quartet, and then the Eleventh House thing. Too, yeah, but that's yeah. much. Is that later. that much later? Yeah, it's okay. plenty, plenty enough later. Everything right. moves so fast in yeah. those days, you know. Yeah. But um, there wasn't a lot of that shit going on. But that is what we were doing, my brothers and I. You know, we were like trying to play Coltrane tunes. Yeah. And I'm, I was playing, you know, an L five, you know, through a Fender piggyback bass and an amp cranked <laughs> up. <laughs> was trying to sound like John when Coltrane. I, you, I thought it was a Super 400 you were playing when I saw you. But uh, it could have been with an spoon? L5. Yeah. Well, it depends. Like, uh, you know, at first it was the, the piggyback amp. And, and you might be a little bit confused. No, the, on the guitar. The L5, or was it? A, I thought it was a Super 400. Well, I started with Spoon with, a, with an L5, and oh. then I moved to a Super 4. Oh, okay. But when I moved to the Super 4, I think we had uh, an alto player with us. And I played tenor as well. And that's when Jim Channelup would have been playing. Right, so that might have been it. That might have been then. Was it the Cherry Sunburst kind of thing? 
if that well, makes any difference to you. Or are they both the same color, maybe? No, you know, they're kind of brown and yellow. Yeah, sunburst something. Sunburst. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a Super 400, but I don't know. Yeah. Because I was playing L5 at the time. You were? So it might it was probably pre Jim Channelope. Right. And pre the alto player. Oh, okay. But we had upright bass. Electric bass. Probably electric bass. It was Stan, right? Yeah. Stan, Paul Nagel. Yeah. Right, Paul. And Jim Or was Baum. it Paul or was it Russ? No, it was Paul. It was Paul Nagel and it was right. Jim Baum on drums. Right. That's it. Yeah. And me with an L five. Yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> What do you play nowadays? I play Les Pauls primarily. You do? You're going back to the Pauls? Yeah, I, I play vintage. I'm into vintage. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've been playing Les Pauls for quite a while now as my primary instrument. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, sure. and vintage, any particular year or just? Well, you know, what I want is a 57. Right. Less Paul, but I can't afford it. <laughs> so I'm playing conversions. <clears throat> right. Uh, you know, early to mid-50s guitars that are converted, you know, into humbucking pickups and the stop tailpiece. Yeah. And I have a 53 uh, Les Paul. Wow. That basically is P90s and uh, a, with a different tailpiece on it so that it's not that silly shit that the original 52, 53 Les Pauls had just the worst, you know, bridge tailpiece. Yeah, yeah. They were literally unplayable. Yeah. How Les Paul came up with that, I have no idea. But they changed it pretty quickly. Right. And uh, I I have a, um, a modified uh, bridge. It's still got the... Did the, it stop tailpiece or... No. That would have to be a Les Paul... Right. The shit... Les Paul. Right. <laughs> so you know, what we're talking about would either be a wraparound, right. which started, I think, in 54, 55. What I have is a 53, which has the trapeze, right. but it has a modified actual structural bridge, you know, so that it's slightly tuned and it's wrapped around. And it's fixed. It's, it's, is it fixed? What do you mean it's fixed? fixed. No, you, well, no. Well, or it'll move. No, it'll move. But no, it, it is fixed because it's two big old steel things, you know, that oh, okay. come up, and then here's the bridge. Oh, the bridge is part of the trapeze. So it's, it's not going to move. Oh, okay. Any, you know, like 52, 53, that's what they looked like. And it was just the worst thing. And then and uh, Joe Glazer came up with a modification that made it playable. And then... They moved toward the, the the wraparound, right? And then they went to the stop tailpiece, right. you know, two parts, right. you know, and that's those are the guitars you want. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the earlier ones, you have the wood, you know, you have the neck, you have all of that, you know. Pickups sound great too. P nineties are great, but are you, is your guitar with P nineties? You have humbug. The one I'm speaking of now. You know? Right. But I I have a conversion, which initially began as P90s, and it was converted okay. to 
Les Paul pickups and a uh, or um, humbucking pickups and a stop tailpiece, okay. okay. but you have to reset the neck angle. It's a big deal to make a conversion. Wow, it's mm. it's huge. Yeah, man. Some people do it right and some people do it wrong. You know, so uh, right now I'm having my. Uh, I have the fifty three, which is straight up P nineties with the old shit modified. Uh, but um, uh, and I, I bought a conversion that I'm converting further. Right. <laughs> now the guitar I'm playing right now is a conversion that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I borrowed. <laughs> Are they all gold tops? Uh, the conversion that I'm having converted further <laughs> is a sunburst. Oh. Are you a big collector? Began as a gold as a gold top. It began as a gold top. Yeah, it's Somebody... refinished. You know, oh, okay. you can't have that shit, man. You can't you... have it without paying, you know, hundreds of thousands. Oh no, no, of no I'm not saying. I'm just wondering because I mean, the no, one I saw you saying. play was the converted one Where? with humbuckers in, uh, in New Zealand. In New Zealand, yeah, that was my uh... your converted one with no, no. Oh yeah, that was a conversion, was... and I with... sold it. Oh, okay, that had humbuckers. That's right. It was a gold top. That was a gold top, and I right. converted okay. it to humbuckers. I sold it, and okay. I bought another conversion. Oh, okay, okay. Which is now being reconverted. Okay. okay. <laughs> this shit is so hard to dial in. It's unbelievable. Okay. Okay. Are you are you a collector? Do you have a bunch? No, you're not. Why would I go through fucking five gold tops? You know, <laughs> if I was a collector, I would be right. rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just oh, yeah. Man. Now, I work through it, I buy, I trade, yeah. I, you know, you know, trade it plus a couple of grand, you know. Right. Yeah. I can't afford that shit. It's too much money, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. Amen. A lot of money. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to collect it. Oh. I, just, I just don't want it. I mean, I, I actually just sold that L5 I had, I think, back when I heard you. I just sold it, like, this month. After all L5? these years, a '69 L5, and you sold it because I just never play it. I don't ever well, anticipate play playing it. it again. Sell it, yes. You know, and I don't want to just like leave it for my wife to have to sell, or leave for somebody else to have to sell. Sit, you know, like, <laughs> sit under the piano. I mean, I have another L5 that was made like within six months of it, mm -hmm. and I like it a little better, so I have mm -hmm. that one still. You know. Mm -hmm. My so if I ever want to go back to the L5, that's what it... Wow, we did it. Do it, man. Man, it. Robin, you're in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> We've never done this before. Oh, really? Yeah, well, we... you've never had me before. Well, you know, and, 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 and I don't know if you want to consider being a, a full-time guest. You're here, here. You can, you can join the club, man. You're Whenever I'm in LA. You know, you know, look at that, man. I'm impressed. That was a good bottle. Bruce. Oh, that was amazing. I enjoyed that. That was amazing. That was really nice. It's what almost, if we can get sponsored like, by It's like guys. food. Yeah, we really need no. an endorsement. <laughs> the answer is no. Oh, man. But uh, <laughs> I tried to get a sponsorship from Glenn Livett. Oh, you did? Oh, you did? I mean, I, I, did, I you, did believe you, that. You I, really tried it? I'm a, I am a percentage. I love of you their for sales. that. Oh, man. Next time you come, I'll but have a bottle of But you know, dude. the truth is, Robin. They it, don't advertise. You, you have to go. You have to go for it. They don't because I was up. Do you Have you played the North Coast Brewing Company yet? No. Fort Bragg. That's why I was up in Ukiah, because I was in Fort Bragg. No. And there's a there's a craft brewing company up there called North Coast Brewing. They made a beer called Thelonious, Brother Thelonious. 
They make a beer called Scrimshaw, which is a real popular Pilsner beer. I no. like Scrimshaw. Okay, well, it's the most popular selling. Anyways, these people are amazing philanthropists. They they have a jazz club in their place, and you I really go, I've played there for like ten years now, and 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 their story is just so amazing. Anyways, uh, when I was doing my red guitar show, I told them that my dream come true was to be poet laureate of a beer company. That's a good one, and I got it. <laughs> I am now the poet laureate, and they're like we're going to meet next month and figure out the details of. I'm going to be writing blogs for them, and I, I think I want to be like you know. I don't know if you watch much TV, but I want to be the second most interesting man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, <laughs> you know, and just like kind of, it's like NASCAR for jazz musicians, mm. sponsored by a beer company. I wear like mm. the patches and shit, you know. I'm I'm down for this, man. That you can do it. Awesome, yeah. So, anyways, you know, now you, you asked Glenn Liv- that you that you even went after the Scotch Company. I did. You know, I went there, and I actually have so far in victorious. We'll we'll find out how it really. Where, where are they based? They're where? based in Fort Bragg, California. No, this Glen Livet. Glen Livet's up in Isla, uh, the North Inverness area of Scotland. He would know better uh, than I. Scotland, of course. Well, I Scotch. I'm my background is Scot Scottish, so um. That with guitar wink, we should be able to get a, some kind of a deal. A and I'd taken the pick, pick guard off. The pick guard, I have it. That's a Zebra 4. This is 65? L5. L5. Oh. So 65 L5. I'm sorry. 69 L5. I dig. It's not mine anymore. Sure is beautiful. She's gone. She's, she's gone. gone to a happy home. I hope she's getting played right now. Because <laughs> she would be sitting in a closet if she was with me. <laughs> what were you saying again? I'm sorry. You just said... Oh, endorsement. Guitar wank should get her endorsement. I'm Scottish. You were talking yeah. about endorsement. Oh, you're Scottish. You're right. You can. My background is Scottish. Man, well, these start with these people. They won't fucking They're not going to do it. No, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to. No, but, but, but that's we the really difference, don't Robin. Need they much. they want to. If I can get them to want to, they don't need to, but if I can get them to want to. We could start, <laughs> we could go over and do shows there. If you could get them to want to. You know what? We have a lot of Scottish listeners. Yeah. That listen to this show, and I'm sure there's one, at least one Scottish listener that works at this factory. Or, or no, no, their, their, is, their uncle the owns it. Their uncle owns it. Their uncle owns it. Well, there's always that. If we could get the, if we could get that endorsement, you would be a regular on the show, wouldn't you? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, me? I say that if you're enjoying this, now you own me. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna do. If I get an endorsement from Glenn Livett. Are you kidding me? Glenn Livett. I'm going to be reaching out. I think we so even fucking go for awesome. Glenn Marangi, you know. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm a Glenn, Glenn Livett guy. Anything okay. else, I'd be whoring. Okay, well. But if it was Glenn know, Livett, how did, how did this stack up? Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's all right. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. we're drinking Craig and Moore. Craig and Moore. Yeah, 12 years. I wish there was some more. Yeah, there's only a little crag. I wish there was crag and more. We managed to get through a whole jug and probably like four. Well, let's shows. go out. That's they gay. Fucking a. I mean, the world is our oyster. <laughs> oysters. See, do you like seafood? Sure. I have some big seafood oysters. We used to do oysters all the time. I love sushi. I'm oysters a big sushi. and sushi, man. We did some crazy. You, know, you do sushi. have to take me home. He he's gonna do it. Yeah, I okay. can do it. He's gonna, and he we drank, he we drank get monster amp. What? With your your beautiful amp there. 
Yes. Yeah. Then we. Yeah, you're going to need two of you to carry it out. It's it's sixty it's something pounds. It's not too bad. Robin, I can't say how much of a pleasure it was, man. Well, thank you. It really. was such a pleasure to have you on the show. I now have an honor, an honor love and a pleasure, yeah. and just really great. Thank you for doing this. Thanks uh, for the hang, man. Yeah, I've enjoyed it tremendously. So it was, generous with your time. Did no, you get, no. Really new album, lovely. Purple House, comes out November. You said America. Yeah, I think November. 6th. So some of this will be before, and some of this will be after. Yeah, before it'll be for November. But yeah. um, we have. Um, we have for as, you. As a guest on our show, mm-hmm. <laughs> we have the uh, the uh, the lovely Guitar Wank mug. I love them. That mug. Um, you can drink uh, out Why of. Why is it Wank? Guitar Wank. That's oh, the name of the show. It, oh, that's the name of the show. Guitar <laughs> yeah. Wank. I didn't know that. Oh, that's yeah. all right. You, you, you could have lied, we but needed that's okay. a name. We needed a name and like everything else was taken. And the <laughs> guy who designed the logo was the guy for The Simpsons. Yeah, he does the art for the <laughs> How Simpsons. cool is that? Yeah. Um, that is awesome. And you yeah. get to sign the um, Guitar Wank signature Telecaster. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, you're you in, go in good the back, company you there. Go the in front. the front, do the front because we've just we've just moved over to the front. So just moved over to it. Yeah, yeah the back kind of got big. Um, no, big and proud, mate. And um, yeah, it was it was such a pleasure. I know we've got so many listeners that are big fans, and they're gonna they're gonna be excited about the new album, and about listening to Guitar Wank. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be a part of it. And anytime, anytime you're back in town, you want to be on. You just let me know, and I'll work on that deal with uh, Glenn Livett. Glenn yeah. Livett, mate. Yeah, Troy's the business. <laughs> Troy's our business manager. All right, we'll make it happen. I believe you could be I, successful. Yeah, yes. I think it'd be pretty cool. You know, never ask. You never know. You right? Never you tell. Never, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> never tell. Yeah, right. Ah, well, there you go. There you go. Thank Fucking you. Awesome. Good night, Irene. Thank you, sir. Bloody Pleasure. awesome. Bloody awesome. Awesome for me too.